The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today is the fourth Sunday of Ordinary Time. This is Father Stephen Reynolds, the pastor of St. Elizabeth Van Seton Catholic Church in Houston, Texas. The English word authority comes from the Latin word auctor, meaning author. Jesus' authority is at the heart of the gospel today, from Mark chapter 1, verses 21 to 28. It reads, On the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Jesus speaks with authority because he's the ultimate author, the creator and origin of the world and of each one of us. The people in the Capernaum synagogue acknowledged Jesus' authority, undoubtedly inspired by the clarity and coherence of his words. This is in contrast to the manner of teaching of the scribes and the Pharisees, who often used clever mental tricks to interpret the law of God in a way that robs it of its beauty and power. Not only does Jesus speak clearly, but he also speaks out about divine truths in his own name, something that only God could do. So by recognizing the lucidity of Jesus' words, those who hear him are subtly acknowledging Jesus' divine power. But Jesus doesn't rely upon words alone. The same authority is shown in his actions. His will is his command. Jesus has no need of long prayers or incantations. His words already have a divine power. And he exercises that power on this occasion by performing an exorcism, freeing a man from the power of a demon, which forms a kind of exclamation point to Jesus' teaching. This scene at the beginning of the Gospel sets the stage for what follows in the Gospel of St. Mark. Jesus reveals his identity as Messiah and Savior by his words and actions. And on this occasion, by expelling a demon who tries to proclaim Christ's identity, Jesus not only re rejects his testimony because he doesn't need it, but also because he himself will decide how his identity is revealed. So, what has happened to the authority of Jesus? Well, it's still active in our world today. First, Jesus continues to teach us in his holy word. The Second Vatican Council says that when the scriptures are read in church, it is Christ himself who speaks. And that's why we stand for the gospel, in reverence for the one who is speaking to us. Second, Jesus continues to teach us through the church he founded. In fact, among Jesus' last words to his apostles was his statement at the moment of the ascension. Full authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. That's Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. So Jesus passes on his authority to the apostles, and it continues to be exercised through the life of the church. So the question for you and for me is obvious. How do I respond to the authority of Jesus? The first hearers of the word of God were amazed. Does that describe our reaction, or are we simply bored? Or perhaps our initial amazement has settled down into a comfortable familiarity. 
To find amazement in the Word of God and the teaching of Christ through the Church, perhaps we need to learn to listen differently. To treat these sources as more than just one voice among many. And to recognize that God's communication is directed to each of us, personally. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to awaken our capacity to receive the teaching of Jesus with greater openness, joy, and amazement. God bless you.